I've done the Sinbad weekend, trolled the internet. I'm out of options. I'm never gonna find my soulmate. Well, it worked for me in high school, might still work for you guys. I just made a list of all the things I wanted to make, put it under my pillow, and the next day in auto shop, I met Darnell. <laughs> yeah, creative visualization, that stuff works. Hey, I want a guy. I'll try the list thing. Me too. I'm between men and not in a good way. <laughs> oh, why not? All right, here I go. Making a list, checking it twice. Asking for somebody who's naughty and nice. is your girl Nettie and I'm Etsy and Etsy um so like what's number one on your list number one on my list would be um no kids shit I don't do the whole the whole stepmom thing you know a lot of dudes got kids nowadays you you trying to find a a diamond in the roof Like the Matrix. I got to duck and dodge that motherfucker. <laughs> you got to do the lean back real far. Shit, okay. I didn't think he was going to answer that so clearly because I don't have a number one. I, I'm I'm indecisive. I'm like Lynn. I don't know, man. I don't know. It changes every day, it seems. I couldn't do like one standard list and put that under my pillow. Anyway, guys, based on what you're hearing right now, you know the episode that we're talking about today <laughs> is The List. It is season one, episode 12 the list and um if you're new to this we are uh oh hell yes colon a girlfriend's podcast and we go through and discuss each and every episode of this amazing series this episode aired originally january 15th 2001 and it's the first episode of 2001 so wow they didn't have a christmas episode they not this season it's funny though because there's so many christmas episodes to this series but this season didn't have one they skip right over and head over to valentine's day after this one so mm-hmm. uh, i think next next year we get one though it's gonna be it's gonna be cute it's gonna be some type of cute uh, but before we get into um the episode we have a few funny tweets about the previous episode titled the importance of being frank that was the one where uh Joan was dating a married man and so was Tony and one of their wives was chasing Joan around the city trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> happened, guys. That slapstick happened. Um, so we have a tweet here. It kind of made me giggle. Um, it's at bad fat black girl. Love it. Love it. Um, Shout out to the she big says, Mm-hmm. Okay, so girlfriends kind of lost me when Frank's wife showed up at Joan's crib while her friends were there. Joan running around the table like a damn fool. Baby, me and my homegirls would have flooded shorty ass instantly. She had too much dip on her chip. Agreed. That's a, yeah, you're in the privacy of your own home. Who's going who's gonna to tell on y'all? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Just beat Absolutely. her up in the living room. Take her to the back room. Girl, we could drag her ass out the house and throw her out like how... um. They used to have, what's his name? Fresh Prince get thrown out. Oh, Jazz. Jazz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have grabbed her by her big hair, right? Shout. Bye, light skin. Uh, bye, light skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have at the baddest Mitch. Shout out to you. So, Tony was sleeping with a married man at Joan's house while she was at work, and his <laughs> wife was trying to kill Joan, and this bitch not trash to y'all? Listen. She's trash to me. That's all well, I know. Well, it wasn't Tony's man's wife. It so, could have been, though. Let's it keep it been. cute. Could've but it could have been. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Lastly, at GeekBot500, like, Joan didn't know Frank was married and his dumbass wife was ready to kill Joan. But like, sis, Joan ain't the one that made the vows. Know what I'm saying? Don't be a bird, please. Feel you. 
I feel yep. you. She was going after Joan. She should have saved that energy for for her man. Because she knows she's going to go back. That's why. Could be. She wanted to leave that door open. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you, finna go to, you finna go home and lay next to him anyway. You may as well just wait till he go to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wait till he's defenseless. But uh, those were some funny tweets, and those are some interesting ones. Thank you so much, guys. Um, I know you probably tweeted those a while back and didn't know that we were even going to mention them, but we did. And we thank you for your comedy. (laughs) So as we get into this episode, it was written by Michael B. Kaplan and Lisa Michelle Payton. So uh, Etsy, you want to give me that cold open? Yes. Well, we have the cast at the world famous 847 restaurant. And they're sitting down. This is the whole crew plus William. Mm-hmm. And Maya's asking the girls and the guy, what are they doing this weekend? Because they're single and she's married and she wants to live vicariously through them. And they're like, oh, nothing really. So who who brings it up? I think it's Maya brings it up about the writing the list down of what you want in a partner and putting it yeah because Joan was talking about it's hard to find a dude she's been looking on the internet and at the gym and all that shit so Joan like Joan always with a nigga <laughs> that is cat. true the biggest she's been cat. getting more play than anybody on the show so far every Joan episode got a different nigga a every fucking seems. every other episode <laughs> Well, Child. I think she's looking for the right one, not just a dude's a fuck and just move on after the next episode. She's looking for someone she can settle down with, you know? Yeah, that's what the girls say. So Maya tells them what she did, and it's pretty much kind of like a manifestation, I guess that's what we would call it today. It's like a vision board. Some, some, something or like the that. secret. Manifest, prayer, assalamu alaikum, like whatever you believe in. <laughs> and... <laughs> And they go around their list, um, uh, pretty much listing down what it is that they want in a partner. We all know Tony wants the guy who has the money, who's yep. accomplished. Lynn wants anything because she's free to do whatever. They're all and free to do whatever. She just takes the opportunity to do so. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so what does Joan want? Um, shit. I don't think Joan's important enough to remember in this scene. All I know about Joan in this scene is that she's giving me Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala. Sorry. Kamala Harris. She's, she totally is giving me Kamala Harris in the scene. Um, and William wants someone who's naughty and nice. Boy. He wants a tomboy that can climb a fence. But they, they talk about that after the fact, after the, the cold open. But mm-hmm. he wants a girl that's a tomboy. I'm like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. To each his own. But that's interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the key thing here is they're going to make the list and then put it under their pillow. And then because Maya did that and the next day she met Darnell when they were in high school. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what kind of voodoo that is, but sure, sure. That's definitely some type of voodoo. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and then, woo! Yep. That's our cold open. I'm getting tired of 847. I haven't even eaten in there. I haven't eaten there, but that I'm tired of their food good. already. I'm tired that of food better be good. I wonder why. Did, they, did we find out what kind? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, brunch, Lena. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what type of food they got there. Is it soul food? Is it Asian fusion? Like, what is it? What do you think? I don't know. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Let's fucking <laughs> never eat she there. She was... Um, she was eating um she was eating some Thanksgiving dinner when she was there for the Thanksgiving episode, so I'm guessing maybe soul food. I don't know. They can have Thanksgiving dinner anywhere. You don't have to be a soul food restaurant to serve Thanksgiving dinner. That's just my bias. I love a soul food for Thanksgiving. Oh, me too. I don't do it any other way. There's hell nah. And it better have tons <laughs> of grease and like all of that. None All of that, that gluten-free like, shit. None of Put that. It's Thanksgiving. In it. You go hard. You go the fuck hard <laughs> for Thanksgiving, and then you never do it again for the rest of the year. Exactly. Maybe for Christmas, but we'll see. We'll see about that. So we open back up, and we are still at 847. They're all working on their list. William and the girls, and Joan's talking out loud about her list, and initially she wants a guy that will take the garbage out the night before instead of in the morning. I was like, bitch, you're already asking too much for real, like... I don't really That's know the why, why it matters when he takes the garbage no out. No idea. 
If, if he know. takes it out at all before they come and get it, I don't care. Like, why does it matter? Like, that's how you know her list about to start off dumb. <laughs> and then she says, I want a man who's willing to take me without waking me. Sheesh, come on. You're strange. I mean, I love you, but strange. Joan got Tony issues. can't decide between uh, the stability of a real estate tycoon or the growth potential potential of an internet startup tycoon. Hmm. And Joan's trying to get her off this whole economic status thing, like, because Tony talks about it all the time, but she needs someone that's like, that has less of a frame and more of like a heart and soul, not just someone that's just going to be tossing money at her. That's what Joan mm. says she should look for, but, mm. and I agree, because you could, you could date a, someone who's rich and they're an asshole and you just like, you have to put up with that shit. Mm. Lynn's very deci- indecisive. Uh, she wants black, white, Asian, other, vegetarian, carnivore, smoker, non-smoker. <laughs> she just wants whoever the universal sender. And William, yep, he wants a tomboy who's a nurturer and can climb a fence. William wants a boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't say it. I listen, didn't say you it. You know how when you listen to these guys and they're like, yeah, you know, I want a girl who can play basketball, who's... Who, who plays video games, who does all of these masculine <laughs> features. So you want a nigga. <laughs> Just say you want a boyfriend, Tyrone. It's okay. We in 2020. You can be yourself. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I be trying to like hold it together because I'm on my hosting shit right now. But like, <laughs> yo, you be like too fucking funny. I love it. <laughs> um yes he wants a convict or lynn says oh so you want a convict and he's like yeah oh conjugal visits all the sex you want without the nag 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 i guess william i guess <laughs> so next they're at a gallery opening which is pretty cool it's a new set haven't seen this before that's yeah, great like uh... they're there to meet potential mates and all five of them are there um all five of the girlfriends. <laughs> the whole crew. And I like I like Joan's look here. Her hair is pulled back. She has the blouse that's black and it's like up by the neck. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, they all, well, they all come through the front, the front and then they stop um, and then kind of move through like each person. They lose a person as they move in. So at the beginning, you see Tony and Lynn and they're looking at a painting called Red Triangle which is a white canvas with a red triangle mm-hmm. at the upper center of it. Mm-hmm. And she's intrigued. She doesn't want to leave it. She doesn't want to go anywhere but stare at the red triangle. So that's what she does most of the night. And Joan's like, whatever, I'm about to go find a man. Because that's why they're there. That's their mission. Mm-hmm. To find and some so, guys. Cool. Yes, yeah, some, some eloquent uh, guys. And, of course, um, William makes it known that he's looking for a woman. He says that. Yes, he does. He does make a point. Because she's like, let's go find our men. And he goes, well, in my case, woman. He so, made it very clear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you didn't really, we, all, we all knew, William. You didn't yeah. have to say that. And these girls know you. So did you really have to say that? No. So Joan walks up toward the gallery and all the rest of the paintings. And some guy comes up to her and flashes his card in her face like an asshole. Yeah, and he I says, don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> He's like... Hey, special lady. I'm Dexter. So, uh, has anyone ever mistaken you for a beautiful statue? First off, that name, whew, gives me some Y'all yeah, uh, my man, love flashbacks. you. <laughs> but he flashes card like it's a business transaction. And we get a bubble, like, inside of Joan's head. And she's like, looks like, pretending she's looking down at a piece of paper. And it says, like, rejected. <laughs> um, and then she comes out of the bubble. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, but I gave up men for Lent. So, sorry. Mm. So she walks away. And she walks over to this dude who's cute. He's so cute. We've seen him a lot in the black productions. I, I oh, he's in a his lot name. of things. I know he was in the Cosby show. Oh, excuse me, the Felicia Rashad show back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um he was in some movies too, but they're like older black movies that my my parents used to watch. So they probably would be able to 
better. Should I know this? Should I know what else he's in? I don't know. I feel like he's been in a lot. Let me look his ass up. Hold on, I'm about to do it. Because I don't want... I know the listeners are probably yelling at their phones right now. He's in this! You idiots! How are y'all black? Is he in Deliver Us from Eva? I don't know. Don Dre. His name's Don Dre Whitfield. Okay. He was on All My Children. Oh, of course. He's in Queen Sugar. Okay. And it was some black shit he was in. Oh, Different Strokes? Wow. The Felicia Rashad show? Yep, yep. Well, he did a guest appearance on the Jamie Foxx show. I remember him from that episode. (laughs) No, I mean, he was in Biker Boys and... Are you sure? I'm feeling like um, he did an episode of Half and Half. It's like mid 2000s. CSI, no. Ghost Whisperer. He was in an episode of Martin. I remember that one. Martin. Yeah, he's a, he's a character. He's a black character actor. He's in a lot of things. So that's mm. we all we all know. We we've seen him, and you probably listeners, you probably have your own thing that you know him from. But I mainly know him as Sean from mm-hmm. Girlfriends, Dondre Whitfield. And she sees this guy and she breaks a fourth wall because he's saying everything she wants to hear. He's an art lover, jazz lover. Those are things on her list. And she's super excited about it. She introduces herself. She says, hi, I'm Joan, I'm Joan Clayton. And he says, I'm Sean Ellis. Who does first and last names on the first meeting? That's what I'm saying. And that's kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's realistic. But I think it's to kind of show that this character is going to be around for a bit. So mm. um, it's funny. His name is Sean Ellis. Keep that in mind, guys. Remember that name. <laughs> so she tells a joke. Sean's not really paying attention because he's interested in the painting he was talking about. And he's mingling with some other people because um, apparently the artist of the painting is a friend of his. And he's trying to be a helpful friend and gather interest and get an opinion and everything. So who else is at this gallery? <laughs> Oh, t- Tony runs into Greg. Right. Tony does run into Greg, and he's kind of cute. He's got a cute face. Yeah. He's, mm. <laughs> you know, he ain't Sean, but... Yeah, they was giving all the yeah. honeys to, to Joan, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> Do you think they purposely are like, nah, uh, we're going to make sure Joan has the hot guys, all the rest of the girls get the leftovers. It's, that's how we're going to cast it, okay? Yeah. Is there ever a time when the girls get a hot guy? Do we ever see that? I don't know. Can you think of? Can you think no. of a time? Remember they they had Tony um settle down with that short white boy? Like what was that about? <laughs> hey, love sees no color. Stop that. I tried it. No, nah, it's not that he's white. It's and that no, he's height. Short. no height. No height. <laughs> <laughs> love sees no height. There I was an episode where. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but come on now. It's been out for like 20 years. Come on. There's an episode where uh, there's uh, Idris Elba is on the show and plays Tony's love interest for one episode. I think that's the oh, hottest wait. guy that she gets. Um, Maya's husband, who they, oh, yes. who they, who they aunt Vived. Yeah, the light yes. skin one. He cute. Yes, Khalil Kane. Yes, you know what? Yeah, okay. So yeah. it's not just Joan. For, for, forget what we're saying. Yeah. All right. Greg is a guy that Tony used to date in college, I believe. Something like that. When she was on the come up. Yeah. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't fully formed as Miss Tony Childs as we know her today. And he's a painter, but he's bartending tonight. And he's played by Chuma Galt. I hope I'm not, I hope I'm saying that right. And it's not French. Chuma? Like go. Chuma. Chuma is the first name. And he talks about how, you know, one day they were, one of them was red, the other was blue, and all night they made purple. Hey, hey, hey. And Tony looks like she's she's about to drop the panties right there at the bar. She is smitten. Like, Mm -hmm. she she almost don't know what to say. She don't know what to say. He says that night that they made purple. She said she would never love another man the way she loves him. And he calls her T-Bone. He calls her T-Bone. Yeah. Which I don't get that. Why? I, that, they should have left that out. That, I didn't, mm, 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 that's corny. Like, that's cringy. Let me not even say corny because that's fun. That was cringy. I mean, the T-Bone steak could be, mm, but. Nah, don't call a woman T-Bone. 
And the way he said it, I don't know. Didn't like it. Wasn't feeling it. Um, But she walks off. He asks her some more questions about whether she's happy. And she doesn't answer the question. She just walks off with her drink. And that's that. But you know who else is also at this gallery? Yvonne. Yvonne. (laughs) Yep. And William is terrified. Yvonne. What are you... What are you doing here? Oh, you know, cop by day, run a cop by night. What oh. are you doing here? Oh, just looking at art. Just looking at the art. Well, don't touch it. Because they told me I could use my billy club. I think the last time they showed her, she was arresting him or beating him or police brutalitying him. Is that, is that like a verb? That. <laughs> but she's trying to, like, you know, be nice to him and also tell him, don't steal any of the art. Don't even brush up against it. Don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to come back to that because they're like the B story um, and Joan's situation is the A story. Mm-hmm. So Tony and Maya see Joan flirting with Sean and they're like, okay, girl, okay. Okay. Okay, that's our Joan right there. Classic Joan. Uh, she's like rubbing all over him and touching him. I'm like, okay, Joan. I mean, I was thinking about how last episode someone called her a pick-me-ass bitch. Like, yeah, she- it was... Um- Bougie, black, suburban, pick-me-ass bitch, I believe. Those were the... Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think she's picked me in this? Do you think that describes her attitude in this whole episode? It's weird. I feel like some of what she says is pick-me, and then some of the other things she says contradicts it. It's like half and half. How so? Great show, by the way. Love Half and Half. Shout out to Half and Half. Oh, shout out to Half and Half, Rachel True, The Craft. Great, great theme song. No. And Essence Atkins. Anyway, um, what do you mean? What do you mean um, by that? So, first she wants to be this, oh, well, you know, I want this, 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 that, and the third. And then she's feeding to pretty much have the guy be interested in her it's it's really weird it's like do you want to go with the flow or do you want to be like like so clingy i think the reason like so it's not a pick me situation i think that she finally found something that she wants and she's afraid of it slipping away i think that her she doesn't come off desperate she just comes off like i see what i want this is my list guy he fulfills everything that i have on this list or most things and i'm afraid that i won't find this again so I want to make sure that we connect, you know? And I think she's right for that. Because when you find that person, mm-hmm. like, what are you supposed to do? Just chill and not, like, what mm-hmm. if she acts like she's not interested? And he's like, oh, I guess she's not interested. And he just doesn't respond to her. No, I'm yeah. not saying act like you're not interested. But I feel like Joan comes off very desperate and clingy. And it's like, it's kind of a turn off. It's like, it can why be. are you so invested into this person when you just met them? Probably, like I said, because for once she finally finds a guy who, was a, who who she gels with and appears to be about something. I mean, listen, Etsy, he's a he's an architect. She don't That's know his red. feelings. She don't know how he <laughs> is. <laughs> well, they love jazz and art and he has a nice butt. That's what she knows about him so far. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like and he's cute. Jones character. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely cute. Definitely. But I just feel like with Jones character, this is like the fifth nigga we seen her with. We ain't even halfway through the season. Ciao. <laughs> Which I love. Well, shout out to them for rotating the niggas. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta rotate the niggas. You really you gotta have a roster, you know what I mean? Because you got you get somebody on the injured list, you got to switch them out, swap them out. Keep Absolutely. your team going. Know what I mean? But she's talking to this dude, Sean, and he's like, yeah, I usually take the trash out at night. But, like, why are you asking me all this? <laughs> and we see we cut back to um, Lynn and Joan. Somehow, Greg meets up with Joan and they catch up because they knew every they knew each other in college, too. Greg knew Lynn and Joan as well because they were all friends. And she catches Greg up and is like, yeah, I finally got that law degree. So apparently they haven't seen each other since their college since days. School. Mm. And William runs up to Tony. And she, oh, by the way, and Joan actually walks out of this conversation because she sees Sean walk by and she just totally just goes after him. That's what like, I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like, chill for a minute. Just for a minute. Right, just for a second. John. You don't got to chase the dude all the way around the gallery. Because that's, that's stalking at that point. 
So William runs up to Tony and says, yo, we got to go. Yvonne is here. And she's like, crazy, Yvonne? And Tony's like, listen, you wanted a girl that can climb a fence, right? Mm. I saw her do that shit on on cops. So (laughs) She does fulfill his list. Yeah, that's your list, girl. But William's like, nah, I want to go. So Tony tries to round up all the girls. Lynn doesn't want to (laughs) go. Tony walks over to her and says, Lynn, we're going. And Lynn says, Tony, we're all going. Where is the question? It's all right there. And she's just looking at Red Triangle. (sighs) It's not even that interesting of a painting. I've seen way more interesting paintings. Uh, The the, the okey-doke when it comes to a lot of these art galleries. Uh. Yeah. It's just... Some of the most plain things get the are the most expensive, get the most like telling you. Shine the money that is stuff. being made is just <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Tony keeps trying to get all the girls together. Joan is talking to Sean and she doesn't want to leave him yet. And she tells Tony that, but then she goes over to him to try to get the number before she leaves. Now I had to watch this a few times to realize she walked up to him. I was like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm about to go or whatever. But first he's like, can we talk about something else instead of me? Like, we've been talking. I'm kind of tired of talking about myself. And she's like, oh, boom. That's number one on my list. We have a winner. Boop, boop, boop. Child, the bar is in hell. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I love this fourth wall break because they're actually all just standing still. Like, everyone else is just standing still. But you can kind of see them moving a little bit. But they're just physically just standing still while all those balloons and stuff and confetti comes down in her uh, her fourth wall break. So it's really interesting. But Sean didn't say that he wanted to talk about her. He just didn't want to talk about him for the rest of the night. That was all. He just wanted to talk about something different. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, you know, my friends, uh, they want to go. So, um, you know, we're going to go. And she's like, any moment we're going to leave. And they're just staring at each other. He's not getting it. And then Sean realizes what she means. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out his card and gives it to her. But Joan's like, nah, nah, I'm the woman. I don't receive cards. I, I give cards. I receive mm-hmm. calls. And I'm like, weren't you just sitting there waiting for him to like... That's what I'm saying. That's the like, stupidity you talking the fuck? Or maybe she was waiting for him to ask for her number. Mm-hmm. Instead of pull out his own card. But anyway... So she hands him her card and he's like, thanks. So she assumes he's going to be calling the next day. Okay. Usually they wait a few days, right? Nah, they usually do it right then and there. They text you right there to make sure your number. Yeah. (laughs) Nowadays. The the psychopaths will do that. Oh, you sure it's your number? Like if you have to make sure that that's that person number right there and then, then you shouldn't be calling them. Right. That means they're not interested. That sounds like you have some like P- PTSD from another girl or other girls that have done that to you. And if they have, that must mean you ain't about nothing. That's you must not I'm be saying. all that. Because if girl really likes you, she ain't going to give you the wrong number. Yeah. So if girls constantly do that to you, probably something wrong with you. Say it louder. <laughs> louder for the people in the back. <laughs> louder for the people in the back. So the next day... Um, we see Joan coming from the bathroom and she talks to Maya and she wonders if Sean has called yet. And she's like, bitch, if he had called, I would have paid you from the bathroom. She ain't say bitch, though. That's what she meant. I hate Joan's outfit here. I hate it. You're not fucking it's with ugly. it? A little suit I ain't shit. fucking with it. Nah. Mm. Nah, it was, it was kind of grandma-like. Didn't like it. <laughs> Tony comes up to the office. Just walking up in the office, like, whatever. And she asks Joan about Greg. Like, what's she gonna do? Because, like, she don't want to date no broke nigga, like, but she loves this dude. She, she loves Greg. This dude. They were they had a they had a college thing. She loved him. That's what she said. She told him that in college, and I think oh. she she said she would never love another man the way she loved him. You know, we all say a lot of things when we're younger. <laughs> But she's kind of torn because she's like, I love this dude, but I don't want to live that broke lifestyle. It ain't worth it, Joan's like, Tony. It ain't? No, I guess not. Joan suggests that Tony support him while he's doing his dream. Eh, no. Absolutely. Motherfucking. Wrong answer. Not. I can't believe she even (laughs) said that. 
when she says, yo, he greases my scalp. And Joan's like, yo, call him. What? Like, is, it, is that worth it, though? I mean, it's nice to have somebody grease your scalp, but is that really worth the going through all the... Child, all I, I grease my own scalp if that means that um, you're going to have a job. Yeah. I can grease my own shit. The fuck? Yeah, this ain't no Issa and Lauren season one type shit. Like, we ain't finna do all that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what? But she wants a five-car garage, but Joan says, the problem is you only put five-car garage on the list. You don't put no love on there. Okay. That was a word. That made sense. And that's when Tony's like, yeah, but he, he gives me long back rubs and greases my scalp. And then Joan's like, what? He greases your scalp. Call him. Call him, <laughs> sis. And uh, she tries to call Greg, and what happens? The phone disconnected. That's the sign from God. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said wow there you, you go you can't keep your phone on Shell. back then there was no Facebook you can't just uh-uh. Facebook let me do, talk to me through Facebook until I get uh-uh. my phone back on can't do that uh-uh. once the phone was disconnected it's a wrap mm-hmm. they got emails they did but back then computers weren't in your pocket like that you had to go find a library or a laptop a laptop or some shit if yeah. you're not if you're not home you gotta go to the library and you can't check it all hours of the day. You have to wait until you get to a computer. Different time, different time. Whew, those were the days. I don't know how people. I don't know how we did it. <laughs> I can't even. I cannot be in a situation where I can't access my email at any time of the day. I like, remember when I was really young, before it became a thing to have like your phone be everything, and I was going to an area that I didn't know. I had to write down what train stop I was going to get off at. Oh, really? Ciao. I had to um I used to go to a lot of singing competitions and I would have to print out the map quest directions. Yes, I was driving, so I had to I had to do the map quest printout. It would say like you're gonna be on this road for ten miles. So I'll look at the at the speedometer, like the odometer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of how many miles I've gone. Like it was just so archaic, man. I cannot believe we lived that way. It was like cavemen shit, you know? The Google ain't telling me when to turn? Yeah, I need that. I need I need the girl on the phone, was it Siri, Alexa, whoever, telling me, go left, stay right, take this exit. I need her speaking in my ear. That's what I need. You but I guess we all just... Arrived. <laughs> We're all so lazy now. We can't... We, we, oh. we can't even figure shit out on our own. We all gotta like, turn to like automated white women to fucking help us with <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why they gotta be white? They not you black. know Alexa's white. Come on, not yo. one was black though. I don't remember which one. Ooh. One of them is a black woman. Siri, 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 Alexa, Google. One of them hoes. One of them black. You lying? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Who's on Instagram? Hey, listeners, hit me up at Tell Yes. <laughs> um, hit me up and let me know which one of them ladies is a sister. Oh, wait, was know. it that or was it the automatic phone message is a sister? Damn, I don't well, remember. you can switch up the voices. Some some um, some actors and some, some celebrities have the voice. Nah, you can switch nah, your. Uh, I would know if it was any celebrities. It was one well, of the automatic I'm just ones. Saying, if you don't want to hear from them, you can hear from your favorite celebrity if they have it. But yeah. Anywho, next. <laughs> they are at 847 again. It's William and Yvonne. And William's like, you know what? I think we might have something. We might have something special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Monica's like, nah, bro, I don't think we got nothing. I feel like you're trying to play me. She doesn't understand that. He really wants to work on this relationship thing. He wants to, quote, go out with her. But she's just like, nah, you just want to hit it. And he's like, nah, nah, I think that we'd be good together. So... She realizes um, that he's serious, and she says she wants to give it the old college try. He wants to give it that. Mm. He's like, it's hard out there. She's like, you're preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. And that's when we find out they were both in choir. Mm. Oh, yeah, sounding and of course, <laughs> real shock. We do what, and they do exactly what we do when we find out someone else is in choir. We start to sing, and we hope they harmonize with us. So Yvonne starts singing "Amazing Grace," and William's just straight up trying to harmonize with her, and he is terrible. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved us. 
this will never work, honey. We are way too different. Uh-uh. He's terrible. He's supposed to. He said he was. He was first tenor. Man, that's a low bar. He lied. Like you said, the bars in hell. You weren't first tenor. <laughs> that means your whole choir must have been terrible, just like you. You're supposed to be tenor number one, a leader. Nah, bruh. Nah. <laughs> so Yvonne's like, nah, nah, nah. Stop singing. Nope, nope, nope. This is obviously not gonna work out. And, and William agrees. Like, maybe it's not going to work out. And, you know, they're like, okay, cool. So it's not going to work out. But they're still at the bar kind of staring at each other longingly. And they just grab each other forcefully and start making out at the bar in front of mm-hmm. all these paying customers at 847. Pretty awkward. Pretty awkward. Pretty awkward. <laughs> and uh, at Joan's house, it's single girls night. Hey. <laughs> They're having some drinks and popcorn. Uh, Lynn comes home. She was at the gallery. She's been there every night for a week, for five days, looking at Red Triangle. This isn't a movie, Lynn. This isn't Get Out that you can go see like four times. Mm-hmm. This is a Red Triangle on a white canvas. Mm-hmm. But she says she sees something different every time she goes there. So that's what she says, and she explains it. First of all, it's a triangle within a rectangle, right? But it's also red within white. Is it a red universe surrounded by a white void? Or is it a white universe assaulted by a red invader? And what about that area where the red borders the white? What's it like to live in that moment of the part of the canvas? <laughs> she has very broad questions. Very broad. Joan is like, hey, Lynn, uh, when you got home before, did you? And Lynn's like, nah, Sean never called. We never got a message from Sean. And she's like, huh, well, I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, you were, Joan. Yeah, you are. You've been asking everybody about Sean. Mm-hmm. And but hasn't it been like five days? It's been five days. And I would say probably, at the, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> pessimistic, but like five days, like, come on. Mm, it's like a week. Mm. But Lynn and Joan have this kind of low-key, hostile situation, conversation going on. Because Joan is feeling a type of way about the way she went after Sean. And she's thinking about it because he hasn't called in five days. Mm-hmm. And because she's feeling this guilt, she's kind of lashing out at Lynn because Lynn is easy prey. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's like she's like downing Lynn's like fucking um, like life choices and stuff like that. And at first, Lynn's not really feeding into it. She's joking around like ha ha kiki whatever. But Joan just keeps doing. She keeps poking the bear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she about to and get I her think, ass handed to. Yeah. And I think the thing with Joan is sometimes she she obviously hates looking stupid in front of her girls. And they're all sitting there. They're not jumping in and saying that Lynn's wrong or like or anything like that. They're not backing Joan up in this conversation. They're just sitting there eating their popcorn, drinking their drink because they know Lynn's right. <laughs> you know, a hundred percent. Joan's just feeling so embarrassed that she goes in on Lynn and Lynn lashes at her right back. Lynn. You say you're some sort of free spirit, but the truth is you are afraid to commit to anything. A degree, a job, a place to live. And what about you? When are you ever going to commit to a color for your bedroom wall? I'm experimenting. You are avoiding. Oh, really, Joan? Well, you know, you're always complaining about how you can't find a good man, how something's wrong with all the guys you meet. When are you ever going to consider the possibility that maybe you don't have a guy because something's wrong with you? Lynn will never talk like this. Mm-mm. So once Lynn leaves the room and storms off to her bedroom, Joan tries to see if the other girls feel that way too. They don't answer. Uh, so she she believes, based on that, that they feel the same way that Lynn feels. So they explain. And Maya and Tony say that maybe Joan came on a little too strong. All I'm saying, Joan, is that guys like the chase. I gave him my card. I gave him a chance to chase me. Yeah, but Joan, he gave you his card first. You just had to control the chase. And she puts on her list that she wanted a guy who can handle an independent woman. Um, hmm. If Why would a guy who wants to be with you want you to be independent, independent, you know? Right. Like, it's something where... There's no where, room for him in it. Well, there's that. And it's also, like, Lynn, you know it's still a courting process, right? Not Lynn, Joan. You know it's still a courting process right right like she you... does act like she's about to be engaged to this dude tomorrow she does act that way we <laughs> <laughs> haven't even gone on a date yet joe 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 and he ain't called her in five days 
Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. I mean, move on to the next guy. There's tons of guys in L.A. Come on now. Go back to the gallery. I'm sure you'll find another dude there. Or go to another gallery. (laughs) And the two girls are saying, listen, men like the chase. Is that currently true? Do you think guys nowadays like when a girl comes up to them or shows interest initially? Or do they still like the chase? Um, I think it depends. 2020 versus 2000. I think that guys like when you kind of give signs that it's okay for them to come over, you know? But I don't know about you yourself going up to somebody and being like, oh, hey, da-da-da-da-da-da, and initiating shit. It's a hit or miss thing. It's a hit or miss. I'm not sure how that's going to come off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joan returns back to the gallery to see Sean. She's looking for Sean, and... <laughs> Before she goes over there, I don't know if it's the same night or a different night, Maya and Tony mention, like, you know, let him do some of the work. Don't hop out there and try to, like, control the situation. So Joan goes back, and she has a plan (laughs) that she's going to play the damsel in distress. But while she's there, she sees Yvonne come out of the back room, and she's talking to William, who's back there. They got dinner all set up back there and everything. And William's like, yeah, Joan, me and Yvonne are starting a relationship. But I'm kind of (laughs) scared. And that's when Sean sees um, Joan walks up to her and she's like, oh, I want to buy a painting, but I don't know which one. Can you help me, Sean? Can you help me? And I wasn't aware that Sean worked at the gallery. Right. I thought he just like he knew the artist that was had yeah. some of the paintings. They That's what we had out. established in that first scene. He said he's an architect. So what is he? How'd she know to go back there? That he would be there at that exact moment. Mm. Yeah. He's not an employee there. I didn't think he was an employee there. Me neither. Maybe I missed something. So he's like, yo, cool. I'll help you. What, what kind of stuff are you into? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Isn't that? Just like a girl. <laughs> and he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. What the fuck is going on with you? Mm-hmm. John's like, okay, I'm so sorry. I came in here because I realized that last time we saw each other, I was way too forward. Way too forward. And he doesn't confirm or deny that she was too forward. That means she was too forward. Wait, what? <laughs> I he, he never don't... says... He doesn't confirm or deny it, but like, you know, you know, when someone say, if somebody says maybe, that's a no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I just, I thought it was, they should have had like Sean be like, yeah, I was kind of um, scared off or something like confirm or deny like whether she was too forward or not. Mm. Because it's all on him. Like maybe Maya and Tony were wrong. That would have been something to see. Like if he was like, actually, nah, that wasn't it. And why you ain't call him five days? Well, we find out some issues that Sean oh. has later on. Well, yeah, but that's too true than that. So he's like, okay, hold up, hold up, let's start over. So they do a replay of the time they met at the gallery, and that I think it's the same spot, except he's going up to her and saying hello. Mm-hmm. Then we see a fourth wall break where she's like, do you want to get married, have a couple kids? And then Maya and Tony walk up to her in the bubble. And mm-hmm. cover her mouth uh, mm-hmm. before she can ruin the moment. It's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pre-COVID cute. <laughs> Next, we're at Joan's house. And Lynn is like, I'm moving out. Like, I'm done. Yeah. We've been living together too long. Like, sometimes you can't live with your girlfriends too long. Or you, you'll start, start mm-hmm. having fights like that. Yeah, you start talking to me crazy, bitch. Okay, I gotta go. Because <laughs> if I really tell you about yourself, you're gonna kick me out. Like and We ain't never gonna be friends again. Right. I can't exit interview you. No, we can't do that. I still, I, I value this friendship, so I'm just gonna head out. <laughs> and she decides, I'm gonna move in with Tony. So she was at Tony's first, and then she moved in with Joan. Now she's back at Tony's. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can't stay at Maya's, I guess. Maya's place is too small. She can stay up on the couch at Tony, at Maya's. Maya's place is so small, and she got two other people living with her. Her kid and her husband. In that cramped-ass apartment, don't Maya live in the hood? Oh, yeah, true. Okay, cut mm-hmm. that out. Let's see, yeah, snip, snip, now. <laughs> and she understands that it's not going to be the same when she lives with Tony, because, like, Joan did a lot of stuff for her, like, cook for her and do her clothes and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. But she's like, it's cool, you know, whatever. At least I have somewhere to stay. 
And Jones like, listen, you have some good points, and you told me about myself, and I got a man out of it. Hey, hey, hey. Back that ass up. <laughs> and because of that, Joan has a present for Lynn. And what is the present? It's that basic ass painting from the art gallery. Yeah, and you know the audience melts, girl. The audience. Am I missing something? Cause like the audience was like, I'm not that emotionally invested in the damn painting. But I guess it's something just that like the gesture was cute. Her getting mm, her something yeah. after the fight. Yeah, cause lot <laughs> that painting is whack, whack a doodle. <laughs> I'm sure it costs a, a few thou though. It costs some thou. I'm just, and that's another thing I was gonna say. I'm not going to no back to the art gallery and about to drop a few bands just to talk to some nigga, bitch. You gotta find another one. <laughs> but you know, Joan got that bread though. It's not the fuck. How much money is Joan making? Goddamn! I don't know. She's making lawyer money. Shit. <sighs> got me She's fucked like, up. Lynn, I I see your passion. You're a sweet girl who wants to be creative or whatever she says. And she gets to the painting and, you know, people in the audience are crying. I can hear it. <laughs> and Joan's about to leave the room. And she's like, I'm going to go call Sean. And she's like, actually, nope. No, I'm not. I am not going to call Sean. Close one. So then Joan mm-hmm. leaves the room and Lynn holds up the painting. And she's like, wait, it's just a red triangle. What the fuck was I thinking? Uh, it took you, what, almost a week to realize that? Yeah. You can take Finally, that back someone, and tell how you want the when money. When someone buys it for you and it becomes yours, you realize mm-hmm. that it's nothing. That's how, how it usually works. Because back when it was in the gallery, it was like the thing. It was the novelty. It was the the thing. Like she liked the that idea of it. Yeah. But now that it's tangible, it's in your house, it's in your hands, it's yours forever, that has gone away. And that's what I feel like. I don't even know if Tony's going to allow her to put that up in her apartment. Right. Sure. This ain't Jones' house, girl. Right. There's an aesthetic. But that is the end of the episode titled The List. And it was it was type cute. It was a it cute. It wasn't one. bad. I did I liked it honestly I liked it better than last week's episode. Did you? I like last week's episode better. I'm here for the slapstick. <laughs> I don't know. It's kinda wacky. Mm. If I want slapstick, I'll watch the Parkers. Like, I love Lucy or some shit, too. And fun fact, I don't watch the Parkers. So, that Why? tells you. Oh, it's that too goofy, is man. cute. It's too goofy. Mm-hmm. That shit goofy, bro. That ain't, no. I just like the songs that they were singing on it. Oh, with CPQ? Oh, no, mm-hmm. no, no. That was the other one. Freestyle Unity. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they had good songs, but still, the episodes with Ogilvy and Nikki, like, come on, bro. Goofy, just goofy. Mad Not goofy. my thing. So, um, your oh hell yes moment. What was that? Was when Tony and Joan are having that conversation in Joan's office, and then Tony girl goes, I can't go back to a studio with Roman noodles. And then Joan goes, <laughs> Oh well, you can support him. And then Tony looks at her like, bitch, what? I want a five-car garage and love. Like, and this is my oh, hell yes moment because it's some type of narrative that's put out there where it's like, well, you know, you can either pick one or the other. You're either going to have love or someone who's financially secure as if the dingy niggas don't be playing the shit out of bitches too. But yeah, that's my oh, hell yes moment for that reason. What you're saying is you can have both. You Mm -hmm. can actually strive to have both. You don't have to have one or the other. It's not like, it doesn't exist somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My oh hell yes moment is when Lynn was telling Joan off because it needed to be said in that moment. And, you know, I love me some Joan, but I sometimes feel like in addition to her being a flawed character, she's a wounded bird. I, I want to know her backstory, mm-hmm. why she's like this. There's something more to this. There's not just the fact that she has a three month rule, the fact that she has a target date for her marriage and there's something there and I wish I knew what it was but in that moment the way she was going in on Lynn I'm glad Lynn spoke up for herself because Lynn's usually like the one people look at as like ditzy and everything like that Mm -hmm. that carefree shit 
Yeah. And that, you know, almost like aloof. But she actually had to say what needed to be said is, I mean, she. I, th- I feel like she could have gone a little harder, but she was like, I still want this girl as my friend and I am living in her house. Right. <laughs> so she was like, I'm just going to go to my room. But, you know, I feel like Joan's a real portrayal of a person, like a lot of girls that I've seen, that I've met before. Um, 100% she's not perfect, agree. you know. She has like her, her moments, but I feel like we all have our moments where we need to be told to calm the fuck down, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to, to dudes, because it's like you could be the smartest woman ever and you could have the most like you could be assertive and everything. And when you meet that one dude that just makes you melt, it's like you forget all those things. Have you mm. seen that? You've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. I've, seen, where, I've seen bitches get, you know, off track. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they get digmatized, right? <laughs> well, Joan is digmatized without even getting the dick, so I'm confused. Right. She's digmatized with the possibility, the the thought, the idea of the dick. And it happens, man. She's a high-powered attorney, but there's situations where it's just like, are you thinking right now, Joan? Are you yeah. thinking? And it happens. It happens to the best of us, honestly. Definitely. And that's that. So our next episode... Is called They Gotta Have It. I think it's a play off uh, She's Got She's Gotta, gotta Have It. it. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee joint. And so we'll talk about that next time. And uh, come on back and join us. You know, get a little sippy sippy mm-hmm. with us. And join mm-hmm. us for a discussion of that episode. And of course, as always, if you guys want to talk to us, hit us up at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter. Uh, that's our only social media right now. And uh, let us know what, how, how good we're doing or, yeah, how good we're doing because I feel like we're doing a good job, you know? I enjoy editing this. Would people be here for a prequel? For like a prequel? It's a girlfriend? I don't, a prequel show? You think people What do you mean? Like, like, like if someone made a new sitcom? Like a sitcom that's based around the Joan Clayton character but before she got to the law firm? Oh, like college years. Yeah, maybe like a college years, teenage years. Something like that. Is that not um, grownish? Yeah, except I don't really fucking grownish like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be an interesting concept if they had like four characters, like young actresses that would be playing like Lynn, Tony, Joan, and Maya. Oh, Maya wouldn't be there yet because mm-hmm. they met her after they already got their careers. But the three of them, yeah, I think that'd be something cool. Yeah, we're gonna put that out into uh, the universe. Go ahead mm-hmm. and tweet about that. Um, Mara, yeah, talk to Mara about that. Yeah, hit up Mara and Mara if you're listening. Yo, what's good? <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, um, friend of the show. <laughs> so meet us back here on Wednesday. It's one week till Christmas. Christmas, yeah, Christmas trees, Christmas music, all that jazz, all that jazz. But I am Nettie. And I'm Etsy. We'll see you next week on Oh Hell Yes.